Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. We're continuing our series of podcasts today called Harder Things. In Harder Things, we take one of the harder aspects of something we looked at this past Sunday in our sermon, and we dive a little deeper into it. We've been working our way through Ephesians chapter 6 for the past several weeks, and if you know anything about that chapter, it's about spiritual warfare. Paul tells us there's a spiritual battle raging on between Christians, those who follow Christ, and the devil. And the way he describes our enemy in verse 12 is this. He says, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Paul wants us to know two things, that who we're fighting, who we're wrestling against is not physical. It's not someone we can physically wrap our arms around or physically hit or physically defend ourselves with. It's someone who's spiritual. We can't see them. But even though we can't see them, they are there. They are fighting us. They do want to hurt us. And he tells us another thing. These people, these enemies are really strong. They're really powerful. They're really determined to destroy us. And Paul wants us to know that this battle is very, very serious. It's very real. And it's very serious. And that's why he says in verse 10, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. He's reminding us that this is beyond us. This is too big for us. We aren't mighty enough. We're not strong enough. We need God's strength in order to resist the devil, in order to stand our ground, in order to advance against the devil, and even in order to not be destroyed. We need God's strength. And he says, you need to understand that and you need to go seek out God's strength in order to defeat this enemy. And then he says in verse 11, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes, the deceptions, the wiles, the trickeries of the devil because he's really, really deceptive. He's a really good liar. He knows what he's doing. He's been around a long time. He's got a thousand tricks up his sleeve. And in order for you to stand your ground, to resist him, to advance, you have to have the entire armor of God. So we've been working our way through the pieces of armor. Two weeks ago, we looked at the belt of truth and how important it is to have truth, to know truth. It's crucial. It really can't be overstated how important truth is. And we talked about that. And this past week, we talked about two pieces of armor. We looked at the breastplate of righteousness that we need to have Christ's righteousness upon our accounts. We need to be clothed in his righteousness because we don't have righteousness. We're sinners by nature. We're ungodly creatures. If the devil wants to face us and fight against us, all he needs to do is put a mirror in front of those who are ungodly and we have no defense. That's why we need to be clothed in Christ's righteousness and we can be by faith. We look to Jesus. We look outside ourselves. We plead for his righteousness and he doesn't tease us. He came with cleansing fountain of, of righteousness. And he wants us to be clothed in that. And, and so we talked about how important it is to have truth and righteousness. And the one we want to focus in on today, which is one of the harder things, is the third piece of armor. Where Paul says, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. I want to talk about this readiness that he kind of equates to having shoes on. He says it's kind of like wearing shoes. You need to have readiness because readiness prepares you to move. It prepares you to obey. It prepares you to go wherever the Lord wants you to go. It's kind of like having shoes on. 
I have six kids. One of the hardest things for, for me to help my kids understand is that when we're ready to go somewhere, they got to get their shoes on. <laughs> I don't know why this is, but every time my kids are geared up to go somewhere, they're like, let's go, let's go, let's get in the car. And all of them forget that we have to have shoes on. And so I have to remind them, guys, you got to get your shoes on first. You know, Titus, Levi, get your shoes on. Haddon, go get your shoes on. Come on, girls, go get your shoes on. Daddy will help. But without shoes, we're not going to be able to go. And that's kind of what Paul is instructing us here to say, listen, you have to put your shoes on. And the shoes that he's talking about is really, it's readiness, it's preparedness. To understand that we are needing to do something and be ready to do something. But I think he's reminding us once again that we don't just move. We don't just go any way. We don't just go the way we think is best. We wait for the commands from our captain, from our Lord, and he tells us where to go. So the way he phrases it is on purpose. As shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. Readiness. That's that's what I want to talk about today is one of the harder things is how to be ready. Now, we talked about in this past Sunday how the gospel of peace is what prepares us and readies us in the Christian path. We talked about three things, how it helps us repent of sin. It helps us to have calm in our soul. And the gospel of peace helps us to stay determined to do the will of our king, the Lord Jesus. But I want to think about practically how do we ready ourselves in the Christian life? Because the question is this, what do we need to be ready for? Well, I came up with five things that we need to be ready for as Christians. And there's probably more than this, but these are five categories of things we need to be ready for at all times as Christians. Number one is we need to be ready to obey God at all times. Whenever God says do something or avoid something, we need to be ready to do that. So that takes a level of preparedness. That takes a level of putting your shoes on and getting prepared to obey God. So that's number one. Number two is we need to be ready to thank God and to praise God. He tells us to do that constantly. So we need to be ready to do that every day of our lives, to be ready to thank God in season and out of season, in the mountaintops, in the valleys of life. Be ready to thank and praise our God. We need to be ready to seek God. We need to be ready to seek his strength, just like Paul is telling us today. We don't have strength. We need his strength. We need to order, be able to, to seek out his truth and seek out his strength, seek out his wisdom for doing what he needs us to do. Are we ready to seek God today? Here's number four. We need to be ready to serve God. Serve's kind of like obey, but it's a little bit different. It's just kind of giving God a blank check and saying, God, wherever. God, however. God, with whomever. God, as long as you decide, I'm ready to do whatever it is you want, whenever you say so. Are we ready to serve God? And here's number five. Are we ready for him to return? That's the big one. Are we ready for Christ to return upon this earth? Think about that question. If Christ was coming back today, and I know you've heard this countless times from countless different ministers, but if Christ was coming back today, would you be ready for him to do so? Are you ready right now for your Lord Jesus to return to gather you up to heaven or gather you to judgment day and for your life to be judged. Are you ready for that? And so there's five categories of things you and I need to be ready. And so the question is, okay, now that we know what we're supposed to be ready for, has how do we be ready for those things? And this is take this is what takes discipline. And Paul is sort of laying this out through every piece of armor he says, saying you need discipline 
to seek truth. You need discipline to daily clothe yourself in righteousness. You need to daily discipline yourself to be ready to do what God expects you to do. Are you doing that? And that's our role. And even as a pastor and a minister, I can only encourage you and motivate you to be ready. I can only motivate you to discipline yourself. I can't actually discipline you and you can't actually discipline me. But what we need to do is we need to be ready to do this every single day of our lives. And I think that's one of the harder things because a readiness takes thought. Now, I am not a spontaneous person. I don't know if you are, but I'm probably the right kind of guy that needs that should have six kids because when you have six kids, you're not very spontaneous. <laughs> when you have six kids like we do, everything takes planning. Even going in the backyard takes thoughts. Who needs shoes? Who needs coat? Who should go outside? Who's too sick? You know, where should we go? Is it too wet in this part of the yard? And I mean, so no matter where we're going, everything takes thought and everything takes readiness. So we don't just pick up and go places. My wife and I sit down and we talk about a plan, a plan about how to get our kids here, what to do for lunch, how long are we going to stay, who's going to help us. It just does. And I think the Christian life is that way too. There's a lot of planning. There's a lot of praying. There's a lot of talking through things. Most importantly, there's a lot of mind homework that needs to be done. And I think that's maybe the art of what we've lost today in discipline is the idea of sitting before the Lord and, and waiting, waiting for him to guide us, waiting for him to reveal his will to us. Are we preparing ourselves and readying ourselves to do exactly what God has called us to do, to obey him, to thank him, to seek him, to serve him, and for him to return are you readying yourself today? And here's another question in the light of spiritual warfare. See, the devil, he loves to lie to us. He wants to do the antithesis of what Ephesians 6 is telling us to do. So if Paul is telling us to get ready, Satan wants us to not be ready. So he's going to put a lot of obstacles in our way to not be ready because if we're not ready, we're not going to know where to go. We're not going to actually go anywhere. So a lot of what he does is just simply put traps in our pathway to stumble us up. So we're not ready. Do We don't put our shoes on. We're not thinking about what we should do or what God has called us to do. And I'm going to speak for my entire generation here, okay? Because I can't speak for everybody individually. I don't know your hearts. But I know kind of the generation because I've lived in it long enough. I don't think we're these type of people, generally speaking. I think we go to church because it's learned behavior. We can read our Bibles on occasion because we feel guilty not doing that. But here's the question. Are we really thinking through and meditating about what God has told us? You know, when you read the book of James, he says, I want you to be doers of the word and not hearers only. You know, hearing doesn't take a lot of readiness. You come and you listen and you nod and you agree and maybe you get convicted. But the hard part is actually doing what God has called you to do. Well, I think we've lost the art of meditation, the art of thinking, the art of praying and wrestling with Scripture because God's will takes that kind of energy. It takes that kind of focus. You can follow the crowd. You can. And you can gamble and hope that the crowd is going the right way, even in Christian circles, to say, I'm going to trust that my church and I'm going to trust the people that I think are Christians around my life are going the right way, and I'm going to go the same way they're going. I'm going to do whatever they're doing. I'm going to go the speed of traffic, and I'm just going to assume that God's okay with that. But I'm going to tell you, that's a bad gamble. That's a bad gamble. 
We live in a day and age where there's so many deceptions, so many different sects and ideas of Christianity. You can easily be wrong by going with the crowd, easily be wrong by not checking yourself through Scripture. I think one of the disciplines Christians need to have more than anything is looking into Scripture ourselves, using prayer, using the Holy Spirit, using each other taking notes, journaling, writing things down, wrestling with what we hear. That's a way of getting ready to obey God. That's a way of getting ready to thank God. That's a way of getting ready to seek God, to serve God. And it's a way of getting ready for Christ to return. Don't you want Christ to return and for him to see you wrestling and, and meditating upon the things that he's taught you? Chewing on them, talking about them, praying over them, giving it great concern, great detail. I mean, imagine that if God said to us on February 5th, 2020, I'm going to write a message in the sky. And he did so. He put a message in the sky and it was in a weird language and it was kind of cryptic, but it was a really important message and he wanted us to see it. Don't you think we'd be pouring over the details of that message, trying to figure out what it says, what it means, what to do with that message? Well, we have 66 books of God's messages. And he wants us to do that. He wants us to pour over the details, to think about it, to meditate it, to talk about it, to, to wrestle with it. And that's a way that we ready ourselves. And the devil wants us to just be spontaneous. Just go the way of the crowd. Don't think about it. Put your head down and do what everybody else is doing. Or just do a few Christian things in your week and just trust that you're doing the right thing. And I don't think that's good enough. When I look at the enemy that we're fighting in verse 12, he's really crafty. He's really powerful. He has taken down people much stronger than me. I need God's strength. I need the full armor of God. And one of those pieces of armor is I have to be ready. I have to prepare myself to do the mind homework, to get in the position where I am ready to do what God has called me to do. And when he does, I know what that means. When God says this, I know what he means. I've thought about it. I've looked into it. I've prayed over it. So when he says, love your neighbor as you love yourself, I've thought about what that means. When he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, I've thought about what that means. And there's many things in scripture that take that kind of preparedness and discipline. And I wonder if we're those kind of people today. And if we're not, if, if what it would take for us to do that in our lives and to to be very disciplined people. And I'm not talking about hours and hours a day. Maybe I am to some degree, but really what I'm talking about is an intentionality, a purpose to wake up every day and go, okay, today is a leg in the race. Today is a step in the battle. Today is a fight. I am going to be brought about in battle with, with great deceptions and great lies. How am I going to defend those today? How am I going to do God's will today? And Paul tells us the gospel of peace is actually what's going to make you the most ready. And I love that. I love that by going to the gospel and considering the gospel that Christ Jesus came to seek those who were lost. He came to cleanse those who were filthy. He came to give help to those who were in need. That that's one of the ways we simply ready ourselves, by looking to Jesus and saying, what did my Lord do for me? What did he give me when I was in need? What did he teach me? What did he do with his own life? Because he's my captain. 
Again, I don't make my own orders. I don't make my own battle plan. I follow precisely what my Lord Jesus has taught, and so do you. So we need to remember how Jesus lived, what Jesus taught us, and what Jesus did for us. And by focusing and meditating upon those things, it's going to ready our soul. We're going to know what to do, when to do it, what it looks like, and we're going to be ready to fight off the devil. But what is it about the gospel of peace that helps us stay ready? Well, it gives us confidence. It gives us truth. It clothes ourselves in righteousness. I mean, all of these pieces of armor are interconnected. I used to think when looking at this passage, going, man, this is exhausting. i got to put on seven or eight pieces of armor every single day, and I can't miss one, or I could be a goner. You could look at it that way. Or you could look at it this way, that putting on the belt of truth is similar to putting on the breastplate of righteousness, which is similar to putting on the shoes of readiness, which is similar to putting on the shield of faith, which is similar to putting on the sword of the spirit and everything else, because they're all connected. And I see so much overlap when I look at these pieces of armor, because it's not necessarily seven pieces of armor. What it really is, is discipline. It's discipline. To get before God, to seek his strength, to learn his truth, to remember his gospel, to learn his will, to go the way Jesus went, to think about how Jesus taught, and to put it into practice. That right there should describe our Christianity. But the question is, does it? Like I told you about my children. My children, when they hear that we're just going someplace, man, they're just so eager to go. They're just ready to go. They want to get in the car and just move. And they don't, they don't know that mom and dad have a different system. We think, we talk, we gather things, we let people go to the bathroom first. <laughs> we get drinks, we think about lunch, we think about who's sick, and, and, and we think about all of those things because that's what it takes to be ready to go somewhere. Well, we're going somewhere as a family. This is what we're talking about today is going somewhere spiritually. And we need to follow our Lord Jesus in the way that he's taught us. And it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of readiness. It takes putting on your shoes because you're doing something. You have to go somewhere. You have to actually discipline yourself for this battle. But I think sometimes this peace that God offers us only through the gospel, because it really is only through the gospel, we want his peace, but we think the world can offer it to us better than God can. So we obey God to a degree out of duty. We go to church out of duty. We read our Bibles out of duty because we don't want God angry with us. But we're going to get our peace from the world. And so I look at Christianity and that's kind of what it looks like. It's duty for God and peace and joy from the world. I don't want God to be mad at me. I definitely don't want to go to hell. So I'm going to do what God expects. And then over here, I'm going to get all the things that I want. But God's word doesn't speak that way. God says, nope, my gospel comes with peace. Peace that passes all understanding. Much better peace than the world. My gospel comes with joy. Much better joy than the world. My gospel comes with treasures. Much better treasures than the world. It comes with security. Much better security than the world. You don't have to find two different things. Once you find my gospel, you find everything. So how can you and I stay ready every single day? I don't want us to waste these precious days and moments. I don't want Christ to come back and find me sitting on my hands or doing the wrong things or chasing the world or chasing my sin or just going, oops, 
man, I forgot to discipline myself. I, oh, it's time to go to heaven. I'm not ready to go to heaven. Can I have another five, ten years, God? I didn't expect it to be today. You didn't find me in a good season. I haven't really studied your Bible. It's been a while since I've prayed. Uh, my church attendance isn't fantastic. Um, I'm not really ready to go, Lord. Is that going to be okay in the last day? Of course it's not. So Paul is telling us, listen, you are in a battle against the devil. He's really crafty. And he's got one mission. One mission is to take you down. And Christian, I'm reminding you today, if you're not disciplined, if you're not fully engaged in this battle, if you're not seeking the Lord, if you're not putting on your armor, you're not going to stand. He's going to take you down. You're going to be a statistic. You're going to be a mark on the wall for the devil. You're not strong enough. You can't coast. You can't go the speed of traffic. You have to know the will of God. You have to have the strength to do the will of God. And then you have to accomplish the will of God. How are you going to do that today? Shouldn't there be a game plan for that today? Shouldn't there be prayer? Shouldn't there be Bible study? Shouldn't there be meditation? Shouldn't there be conversations with our Christian friends? Shouldn't there be discipline for this? We are going somewhere and we need to be ready to do this at all times. Because when God says, obey me, I need to say, yes, sir, whatever you ask. I've thought about it. I'm ready to do it. Let's go. When God says, thank me and praise me, I'm going, man, I've thought about this already. The things you've done for me, the things you're doing for me, the things that I see your love in every single day, I'm ready to praise you right now, God. In the midst of a season of difficulty even, I'm ready to praise you. Ready to seek God. All right, God, I'm in something that's too big for me. This season of life, wow, I, well, I didn't expect it. But here I am and I know what it's like to seek you because I've done it before. I did it when I was training. Now that I'm in battle, I know what it's like to seek you in the midst of these storms. And I'm going to do it today. I'm ready to serve God. God, you have told me to do this. You have called me to this position. You've called me to this country. You've called me to marry this person. You've called me to be a husband or a wife. You've called me to be a Christian in my unsaved, unsecular, excuse me, secular place of work. I'm ready to do it, Lord. And again, most importantly, Christ is returning any moment. I mean, any moment. He says, I'm not going to tell you I'm going to come like a thief in the night. And the only ones who are going to be prepared are the ones who say he can come any hour. He can come any moment. I need to be ready in season and out of season. Every day of my life, I need to be ready. Okay, while everybody else is scurrying about and doing worldly things and chasing worldly endeavors, I'm going to prepare myself for this battle. I'm going to get ready today. I'm going to get my shoes on. I'm going to fasten my belt. I'm going to put the breastplate on. I'm going to grab my sword. I'm going to grab my shield. I'm going to get into battle today. My enemy is too strong not to. This battle is too incredibly important to not ready myself. My Lord is worthy for me to do this, and I'm going to do it. I hope that would be you today. You'd ready yourself for that today. Think about it, pray about it, and do it for Christ's sake. Many blessings. Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.